Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time that may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Ramos Weekly Podcast. I'm here with T Mac, Tony McKinnon, on a wonderful January afternoon. You know, here in Granny's attic. Yep, fresh from a nap, so we're ready to roll. Yeah, I forgot you take a nap yeah. at lunchtime. Yeah, I'm out love you, all of you. Yeah, Th- this guy, if if you don't know Tony, he sits in his car and takes a nap, takes a nap every lunch. Just about every lunch. Yeah. yeah. So are you fast? So you're not fasting and praying. Not fasting and praying, and not fasting naps either. <laughs> yeah. You're fasting and sleeping. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, we'd love to hear from you guys. If you want to send us an email, you can email us at podcast at rama.org or like us on Facebook and Instagram, and you can reach out to us that way. Got a testimony from um, our last week's podcast on healing. Actually, it comes from one of our employees here at Rama Bible Church. Um, she told me, she said, she sent me a text and said, my shoulder was healed yesterday after I listened to your newest podcast. Praise the Lord. Said, I had an MRI schedule for three weeks from now because of um, the pain I had. Um, went to my, my family doctor and a chiropractor, no answers, no relief. I obeyed what God had had on my heart as a confession. Nothing changed, but I believed. Then I was prompted to listen to your podcast. I followed your directions to lay hands on my shoulder and confess with you. Nothing changed immediately, but I believed. And then they went to what I call exaltation we have here on Tuesdays and says, During worship time, um, Dan Taylor had us all raise our hands, and without thinking, I raised both of my hands, and she puts in all capital letters, I could not do that before. So thank you for your podcast. It literally changed my life. Hallelujah. If you have a testimony from getting healed on the podcast or anything, actually, if you want to email us, testimony at rhema.org, that's our ministry testimony line, and let us know about about your healing. And, you know, it's just so awesome to hear how people are getting healed, you know. Amen. I'm tired of reading about how people are sick. Yeah, and dying. Sick and dying, yeah. I mean, I don't know about you, but on my social media, everyone's telling me about um, you know how they're they're feeling right now. A lot of them aren't feeling good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they should maybe they should nap more. Yeah, or eat crawfish. Right? Yeah, eat crawfish yeah. and nap more. You feel yeah. better and live longer. Yeah. For those you don't listen to a lot, Tony loves crawfish. You know. So when's your next time you can have crawfish? In your crawfish season right now? Oh well, I'm not headed that direction until May, mm. April, May, sometime in there, June. Be down there two or three times during that. You know, time you frame. you can have crawfish in Tulsa too. Yeah, but they're better down there. Closer to the source. <laughs> All right. Well, today's guests, um, we have Trent and Ron DeCloyne. Um, they're from Champaign, Illinois, I guess, right? Yes. Yeah. What's, what's your name of your church? Midwest Believers Church. Midwest Believers Church. And just Champaign, the town, right? Like you don't like drink champagne, right? <laughs> no. Okay. It's the town. Not for communion or no, anything? No, we don't. Okay, just check it. Yeah. Make it sure. It's the home of the Illini. Right? It yeah. is, yeah. Yeah. So I guess you guys are big Illinois fans. Yes, oh. Illinois fans and Duke fans. Yeah, well, because <laughs> yeah, your nephew. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, tell us your story. I mean, um, you, I, we were talking yesterday. I guess you guys met at Rama, but um, you know, um, I guess whichever one wants to go first. I don't. I don't know if you guys grew up in church or um, knew each other beforehand, or just you know, you guys are random people and ended up you know here. So sure. Who wants to start? Yeah, I'll start. Rhonda. Rhonda? Yeah, so I grew up in church um, my whole life. My parents, when I was about three or four years old, got a hold of the Word of Faith um, message from your grandfather. And my roots are actually Assemblies of God, mm. kind of a cool story with that. Um, 
my great-grandfather actually got filled with the Holy Ghost at Azusa Street Revival and came back to Illinois and Indiana and... um, he was one of the charter members of the Assembly of God organization and helped pioneer several churches wow. throughout Illinois, Indiana. So that's kind of my background um, from my family. And then they got a hold of the Word of Faith message when I was just a young girl. And then growing up was in a Word of Faith church. And um, when I was in high school, there were several um, young people from our church that came out here to Rama. We probably have 15 or 20 people from our church that actually, and we were at a, in a small church that came to Ramah. So I was coming back and forth all the time to winter Bible seminar, um, camp meeting, different events out here. And the more I came, the more I was drawn uh, to come out here. So when I graduated high school, went to one year of college at Indiana State University and then felt led to come out here. And so I did. And um, the Lord, it was kind of cool how the Lord worked it out. But and um, my roommate actually grew up in the same church as Trent did. And so he can kind of tell a so, little bit of that story. Now, you're from Illinois originally, but not from Champaign, right? Right. From I'm Paris, from, right? Yes, I'm from Paris, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. I only know that because your brother. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her brother went to Ramo as well. Yes, he did. Yep. So what year, what year did you graduate? We graduated 95. Okay. We didn't leave... Tulsa until 96. We stayed a year after we graduated. Didn't have the third year option like they do now. Mm-hmm. So, um, but here, 93 to 96. So, Trent, did you grow up heathen or how'd you grow yeah. up? <laughs> so <laughs> heathen. <laughs> I grew up, uh, my background, uh, well, I grew up in an Assembly of God church and then also just a non denominational Word of Faith church. But my background was actually Southern Baptist, mm. and uh, or at least that was my parents. That's where my roots go back to. But uh, grew up there, and then uh, came out to uh, Rama, and just felt like the Lord was sending me out there. I didn't know what I was going to do in ministry, mm-hmm. and I, I mean, def- did you feel called to ministry, or you just come in Rama because? Um- I just felt like I wanted to do something for the Lord. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. about the extent of it at that point. Yeah. That's helpful for folks nowadays. So some of these students, they think if they don't have it all figured out, right? You know, by the time you know six months before graduation, you know, they've backslid or something. Right. I told one the other day, I never, I've never known what I was doing in twenty-five years right. of ministry. <laughs> still don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. still don't yeah. know what I'm doing. So right. welcome to the club. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, the second at that point. The second year of Rama, you determined whether you were going to go. Yeah, you what got a little bit more specific on on groups, and um, I ended up because I didn't want to go to the pastors group, and so I ended up going to the evangelism group, and, and I did still well. didn't know. Yeah, and, and she did as well, and I, I did too. You did, did you? Yeah. <laughs> and In little, yeah. Little did we know that we'd be pastoring years yeah. later, but. So do you, where, are you from Illinois as well? or where, I'm um, from St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, so real close. Yeah. Well, you could yeah. be from the other side of the river, I guess. Right, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, so your your roommate was friends with yes. his family? Yeah, they grew up in the same church in St. Louis, a Word of Faith church, and through that, that's how we met, started hanging out, and we were one of them, Rama Bridal College, that's us. <laughs> so did you guys, so you meet... First year, second year, or, or 
we met first year and we didn't really start dating till I guess the summer of yeah between between, between, between the two years so. so you're like thinking man I only got a year left <laughs> right <laughs> exactly it's now or never actually she saw me across the room and she was like who is that and handsome enchanted man yes, yes. there was a glow around you <laughs> we did go on a date though before we started dating to the Christmas banquet. Okay. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. We'll see a lot of those. Yeah, I've yeah. I've seen a lot of that on yeah. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you went on a date, but but it really, I guess it didn't didn't go too well. No, <laughs> it, I guess it went not. fine. But we were friends. <laughs> we yeah. Yeah, we were just friends. Didn't really happen until later. Yeah. So yeah. just a a friendship type situation. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But you know, obviously it's. It's good to become friends before you marry somebody because, um, you know, if you don't like them anyway. Yeah, but if you stay there too long, that's like purgatory. <laughs> oh so, I mean, I said, so look back to you, Rhonda. Um, when you came to Rainbow, did you feel called to the ministry or are you just here because uh, yeah. your, your family was here, your friends were here? I mean, no, my brother followed me out here oh, just brother, for the record. Okay. I came first. Okay. But um, I, I knew I wanted to do something in ministry. I didn't know what. To be honest, yeah. pastoring was not on my radar. I had seen some things that I thought, no way would I ever want to pastor. You know, I'd like to just love them and leave them, you know, move yeah. on to the next next place. But I really didn't know. But I knew I wanted to learn more about the things of God. And so just I knew in my heart. I didn't hear an audible voice one day, but we were. I was actually at a conference somewhere else. And on the inside, the Lord spoke to me and said, you need to go to Raymond in the fall. And so at that point, I came home, talked to my parents, and said, I feel like I'm supposed to do this. So went through the steps to come out here, just not sure what all that would involve, as I'm sure most Raymond students that come in, um, but just wanted to learn more about the things of God. And um, even, you know, at graduation point, like he said, we went into the evangelist group. Pastoring wasn't on our radar. And... Um, you know, still when we graduated, not exactly sure what we wanted to do, but um, felt led to go back. When we got married in 96, we moved back to my hometown in Paris and just plugged into my home church. And if we saw a need, we would fill it. Heard a minister yeah, yeah. say that one time, find a need and fill it. And so that's what we did. We told our my pastor, we're here to serve you. Whatever you want us to do, we'll do. And that's where we got our, our start. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's interesting, and I, I like to ask the question because a lot of people think, well, if I come to Rama, I gotta feel, I gotta be called to the ministry, mm-hmm. you know, per se. And one thing that we try to point out, you know, if you want to just learn more about the Bible, yes, right. I yeah. mean, you don't necessarily have to be called to the ministry, you know. And you know, the ministry doesn't being called to ministry doesn't mean that you're definitely gonna gonna be a pastor or or, or be a minister or whatever. You might, you know, just help out, be an usher at your church yes. or be a Sunday school teacher exactly. or work in the nursery or, you know, work, you know, just a volunteer, yeah. you know? And so, you know, like I said, you guys didn't really have a plan. It wasn't like, Hey, we're going to go to Rama and, and um, you know, we're, we're going to meet um, right, and no. marry and, you know, and <laughs> go out and pastor a church and you right. know, before long have a mega church and all yeah. these kind of things, which now there are people who come to Rama that right, have that right. plan. So, I mean, yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I've talked to them. Um, in fact, there was, I remember one time first term financial management and this, um, individual, I don't know, never heard from him pretty much since he graduated, but um, <laughs> anyway, he told me that, you know, that he was already working on his million-dollar budget for his ministry, and 
all kinds of wow. things that he wanted to do, and you know, was, you know, because you know, he, he wanted to talk to me about his his all these all these extravagant plans. And it's okay to dream. Okay, I'm, right. not, I'm not saying we can't have a dream, but you know, but this, this guy was you know a little overboard. I mean, he he, he thought pretty highly of himself first year and said. Don't know where he's at today. Maybe he's listening. I have no clue. <laughs> Can't remember the guy's name. But, but you know, if you want to learn more about Rama, if you'll just go to rbtc.org, rbtc.org, there's a website right there. There's plenty of information about Rama, and Rama is actually the most affordable Bible school in the nation. We found out the reason is because everyone who comes to Rama actually. Um, has a scholarship because of our Word Partner Club that helps helps fund our students and helps keep. I mean, our tuition I think hasn't raised since I don't even know when the last time we had a, a tuition hike was. It's been over 20 years ago at least. I do know that. Um, but rbtc.org, and if you'll just give us your information, um, we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call, talk to you more about Raymond. It doesn't matter whether you're 18 or you're 82. I mean, we have some people who have retired from their job, and they came to Raymond. Another thing is, you know, here in Oklahoma, we're pretty free. In fact, people are moving in droves from California to Oklahoma um, because, you know, we're a whole lot better than California. Except we don't have <laughs> oceans, um, things like yeah, that. Yeah, kind but, of landlocked. Got a lot of lakes, though. Yeah, yeah, we, we do have a lot yeah. of lakes, and we have wind. And wind, yeah. yeah and we, so. we lost a package uh, off the front front porch. It blew off the oh front porch. Yeah, the, the Kim showed me the other night. You know, here's the picture the Amazon guy put it out there. I said, well, honey, if it was very light, it's so I went out this morning. I hunted and found it. Yeah, the wind had taken it away <laughs> days ago, man. Yeah. Anyway, uh, rbtc.org. You can come come and um, actually you can come visit here at at Rama. Um, in fact, we have a big meeting coming up. Um, Winter Bible Seminar, which is also our homecoming, and this year we have worldwide homecoming because we have 282 Bible schools in 53 nations, over 100,000 Rama graduates around the world, and so we'll be having um, graduates coming from all over, and that actually starts on February the 20th. Right, through the 25th. Through the 25th, February, so it's Winter Bible Seminar, and um, if you can't be there live, we, we restream that on Rama.tv as well as on Facebook and Arama USA um, YouTube app. And right. so it's a wonderful time there. So, And if you go to uh, um, rbtc.org, you will also uh, see information there about our next college weekend, and that's April the 8th through the 10th. And so it'll be a good opportunity also to come visit in spring. All right, getting back to you guys. So you graduated, you, you stayed here a year, so I'm assuming you worked a job here while you guys were, were here? Mm-hmm. Or you just had- I did I did roofing and I, I worked at a lawn care company of all things. Did you actually do lawn care or you no, just say No, thank the Lord. Because I wanted to see you outside <laughs> pushing a lawnmower with no. a weed eater. I, I can see Rhonda. Yeah, no. <laughs> I worked in the office. I took care of the office side of things. But I actually I was just telling somebody at lunch today, I loved that job. Really? When I was here. There were a lot of Rama students that worked there at the time. And so, however, with that job, I had to work full time. So I would go to school, you know, till about noon, take yeah. a break for lunch and I'd have to be at work by one and then work till nine. Yeah. So Monday through Friday. So I didn't get to get in the extra stuff like prayer and healing school, things like that. But it was a, it was a great job. It paid 
really well what I needed while I was here and, and, and with Rama students. And one of the benefits about Rama is that we, we get out at noon every right. day. So it does allow for people to work a full-time job. Yeah. Now, obviously, sometimes it makes for late nights and yeah. things like that. But, I mean, if you know, you do what you have to do to oh, yeah. you know to make it. So, um, you know, Rama, Rama is, um, we have a th- three hours a day, I guess, Monday through Friday. And so we get out at 11.20 on um, Monday, Wednesday, Monday Friday. Friday and then 12 yeah. o'clock on right. Tuesday, Thursday, the way things work out. So you, you went to Paris. You were not, not Paris, Paris, France. Right. <laughs> yeah, clarify. Yeah. <laughs> Paris, Illinois. What's now? That's somewhere in southern Illinois, right? I don't know. I mean, no, it's east central. East central, okay. Yeah, we're, it's literally you drive 12 miles and hit the Indiana border. Okay, yeah. so you're close to, to Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. So my um, my son actually, well, he actually drove. He 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 lived at the other side by the Kentucky Indiana border. Oh, okay. Um, so for a while, whenever he was racing race cars. Yeah. Okay. Um, so he raced all over Illinois. So I've got a chance to visit a lot of places. In Illinois went to the State Fair in Decoin. Um, um, I don't know if you ever went to there. Never been there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because. The same people who go to the Tulsa State Fair go there. <laughs> go, go there. <laughs> I'm not sure they're the same people. The right. same kind of people, like pretty much. You know, I'm like I walk around the the, uh, the Midway. My, they're working on his race car. And I'm like, I don't have anything to do. I'm going to go to Midway. Walk around. I'm like, these look like the same people at our fair. That's funny. Now, what was even more interesting is I'm walking through a building, and so all of a sudden, Pastor Craig. I mean, so one of our Illinois pastors yeah. was, was there at the Illinois State Fair. So. So anyway, I've been all over Illinois. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're coming again. Oh, yes. I'm coming. When in April, April. 7th and 8th. Yeah. So, and then, then we'll be there for the church we'll service. We'll be there on, for Sunday yeah. on the Sunday 10th. morning on the 10th. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, if you happen to be in the Champaign-Urbana, I guess, right, yeah. um, area, you know, or want to become close, we'll be there Sunday morning on the 10th, and we're 7th and 8th is is a RMI, yeah. right? Yeah. Thing, so. uh, speaking of that, uh, they hadn't told you yet, but these two are regional directors uh, for RMAI. That's the Raymond Ministerial Association. And we have uh, 18 regional directors, the way the country, you know, United States, is divided up, and roughly 80 district directors. And these are the regional directors for the heartland, mm-hmm. heartland Illinois region. and Indiana. Yep. Yeah. And also do want to point out that for some of you who always complain, we are having a, a female we, thank you. on thank the you. broadcast thank you for today because um, <laughs> yes. they've been getting on our case. Number not, one okay. request. About, yeah. about not having an, yeah. enough female yeah. representation okay. on, on Talk the Talk about anything you want, but yeah. you don't have enough yeah. women. So Yeah. yeah. And so, I'm glad I could represent today. <laughs> yeah. So, so and, and actually, um, the reason that they're in town is you guys are teaching the third-year pastors. Yep. Yeah. Pastors. And, and, so, yeah. and that's something else, you know, you know, to let the Raymond students know is that our, our third year pastors group, we bring in actual pastors. Yeah, this, um, this th- term, this term. a different one every week. And so, and we'll be having, we will have them on our mm-hmm. podcast as well as they're in town. And so it's, it's great to hear from people who are actually doing what they wanted, you know, you know, that, but speaking about being a pastor, so how did that transition? I mean, how did, so here you are, you're in Paris and I'm assuming, so you yep. just volunteered to church, right? And you're, you're working. We're volunteering in, uh, Rhonda was the, I guess, office administrator, whatever, secretary, whatever. Um, and sl- I, slash some um, right, care. Slash, slash, yes. slash, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, we did youth ministry. And I didn't know how to do youth ministry. Oh, I, I, didn't, I didn't ask because, you know, they can't see you. So, so um, how old were you guys when you came to Raymond? 
I was 19. Yeah, 19. Yeah. I was 18. Yeah. So, so, so you bar- guys barely old enough. And because you yeah. said, Ron, you said you went one year to college and then, you know, didn't like it, flunked out or whatever. No, I'm just <laughs> oh my gosh, I didn't flunk out. Got kicked out. <laughs> no, and, and, and kicked that, out, okay. that does happen a lot, not, not being flunked out or kicked out. <laughs> right. Is a lot, a lot of folks, they go to a year of college and they're like, you know what? This isn't what I want to do. Yeah. You know, and, you know, and, and actually, unfortunately, in the, the day and age now, you go to these liberal colleges and, and people are like, you know, man, these aren't my people and things like yeah. that. So I actually, my roommate that I had there told me, you need to be in Bible school or something. <laughs> this <laughs> isn't for you. Here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So when somebody that doesn't even know the Lord is telling you that, it's like, okay. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, back to Paris, Illinois. Yeah. Volunteering and you're working at the church, um, doing doing lawn care. No, <laughs> Actually, that was part of what we did. Seriously? A little he, bit. Was, he did the mowing, yeah. though. He I did didn't. the lawn she care. She didn't do the mowing. Yeah. She would just see me go past her office. Yeah. It, well, and, and I actually tell people, and people don't realize this, that that you realize that your landscaping is the first thing that people see. People, well, right. I guess first thing might be your website, but I mean your or right. your Facebook site. But I mean, if they're coming by your campus. That's the first thing they see is, does it look nice outside? Do you have weeds growing right. out or whatever? The second thing they see is, you know, how clean is your bathroom? Yeah, you know, so How true. clean right. is your lobby? I mean, you, so people don't even think about that. They think, well, well, man, being a janitor, um, you know, at a church or, or, you know, doing lawn care, I mean, how is that helping? Well, part of, you know, marking, so to speak, is, if a place looks like junk, I mean, you know, then right. people are not going to want to come. It's like, man, I just want to go to this church where they have weeds in the front yard right. and, and their bathrooms aren't clean. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so you're volunteering at the church doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah, we just did, well, like what Rhonda said a few minutes ago, we just, whatever the need whatever was. Whatever the need was. We filled it. And the fact that you're willing to do that is, is, is big um, because there are a lot of people like, well, that's not my job title or that's not, you know, right. well, I volunteered to do this. Yeah. And you want me to do that? Yeah. And, you know, no. that's... We just had a heart to serve. And still at that point, we had no idea we would end up pastoring. We, yeah. kind, of, we kind of thought maybe we would do some mission stuff, which we did while we were there. We went overseas a few times. Um, yeah, but, like, like, like Fiji. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, Fiji. No, we <laughs> yeah. did go to a place called Mauritius Island. Have you ever heard of that? I've heard it of it. It looks I, like Fiji. I don't know where it's at, but I've it's, heard of it. It's a little island out in the uh, Indian, Ocean Indian Ocean off of the coast of South Africa. Okay. okay. And beautiful, beautiful country. And uh, we had to go there and suffer for Jesus, you know. For three weeks. <laughs> for three weeks, yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, so we were just there doing our thing, just serving, really having no clue that God was preparing us to step into pastoring. Looking back now, right. we can see. Yeah what God was doing. But then, I mean, I, because I worked in the office, I really didn't want anything to do with pastoring just because I had seen some things the way my pastor was treated and some behind the scenes thing. I'm like, this is for the birds. I'm not, not interested, (laughs) you know, and then here, this is, this is what happened. But I will say you had mentioned to people maybe um, not sure if they have the call of God on their life to be a fivefold minister, but in coming to Rama, you can get that foundation of the word because yes. you're hearing it every day. And that's one thing that Trent and I were talking about. We are so thankful for that foundation because we got to be here 
I'm going to get choked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> For a couple of years, you know, just building that foundation and learning, catching the spirit of faith and learning, you know, how to stand and how to believe God, not knowing that um, nine months after we were married, he was going to be diagnosed with bladder cancer. Mm. And we were just talking about it. I don't know how we would have made it through that time without yeah. that foundation. Yeah. And I am so thankful, you know, that we had that, that when we were hit with that, we knew what to do. And we were young. We never really, we had been hearing and hearing and hearing and never really exercised. Yeah. So we had to grow in that area. But I am so thankful that we had the words of Brother Hagen going through our head you know, and hearing his testimony, we drew on that stuff. We pulled out, you know, all those at the time was cassette tapes. And we started listening to Brother Hagen on faith and healing and hearing his testimony. And that helped us get through that time. Yeah, yeah. And so we are so thankful for the foundation yeah. that we that we had going through there. Amen. That's good. Yeah. So so you were healed? Yeah, tell, tell, yeah, your, tell, tell, had, your, tell your testimony. Yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. So oh, really? Okay. I ended up having several minor surgeries uh-huh. and um now um at this point uh at a year checkup so i go back in for checkups every year and yeah so yeah it's been it's been phenomenal but as soon as we as soon as we got the report we immediately started you know going to bed with the with the cassette tape going mm-hmm. of healing scriptures yeah yeah and I don't know how it got flipped over because at that <laughs> point we it. didn't, ha- you'd hear it and you just reach over and flip it over and stay asleep yeah. and, yeah. you know, listen and, to it. And for the, the some night. of you that, that want to, um, that, that's, um, CD now is, is available. Um, you can go to the, our bookstore, rhema.org slash book slash store actually. And, um, on there you can order the CD or you can get, I believe we have the MP3 version now for some of you True. more into more into technology. Sidebar here. If if you're listening out there, do not do not get the CD. Uh, let me let me rephrase this. If your pastor uh, brings the CD and a CD player to your loved one in the hospital for it to play, mm-hmm. so the words going in their ears, don't let the pastor come back and find that same player playing country music. Yeah. <laughs> what it may have happened to. Me. You? Yeah. I want to throw the wife out the window and put her in the hospital. Get with the program here. Right. So, yeah. so you gave someone the, the CD? Oh, yeah. We used to do it all the time. We'd take the, I'd go buy a CD player, take yeah. the CD, take it to the hospital, keep this playing. And that one that comes to my mind, we went back to visit. I mean, this is a life or death situation. Yeah. yeah. And the wife's sitting there with it playing country music while she's sitting with her husband. I'm like, you got to be kidding yeah. me. And, and the one thing about that CD is it's mainly just um, – Scripture. Just scripture. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, my grandfather has a little bit of of encouragement, I think, right at the first of it. And then, yeah. it, then mm-hmm. he goes healing scripture after healing scripture after healing scripture right. after healing scripture. And we've heard so many testimonies how how people were healed, you know, just playing that. You know. yeah. Yeah. And in fact, um, yeah, we also have a healing scriptures book if you want to rather read the book instead of but everyone wants books on tapes now or cds right. yeah. they, they yeah. don't they don't want to read nobody wants to read anymore in fact you know if if, if they have to read then they want to buy that that 10 minute version or whatever you yeah. know online yeah, the and cliff notes yeah, yeah. well uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah well we know cliff notes but but i mean yeah i know what you thought and what you call it there, there's some kind of thing i've seen advertised yeah. where, where, where they'll they'll read a book and they'll get the high points and they'll 
put yeah. that on some kind of thing and pay monthly for that. Um, but I, I know one of the um, greatest testimonies that we had was um, there was one um, family, that, I don't know what the, what the diagnosis was, they, they were intensive care. And so they played that in their room 24 hours a day. Well, they walked out of that hospital. And the intensive care nurses asked if they could keep the CD or tape. I'm not sure what it was at the time. And um, um, because there were some Christian nurses there. And so what they did was if they, they piped it through the system. I think there were four or five rooms or, oh, you know, wow. just That's one, awesome. one That's little awesome. thing. And, and they said if anyone wanted to hear it, they could turn on their their thing and, and so they they believe so much and then after they watched That's and, cool. so, and saw it so i know my grandfather used to talk about that sometimes on, on some of our meetings you know and we talk, we are, whenever we mentioned about the healing scriptures mm-hmm. cd or tape or you know whatever it was because it's it's on cd form now but yeah. used to be cassette tape and i do know that because i saw one of our students i think it was michael dean actually was at walmart the other day and they had a cassette player you can, you can actually <laughs> buy. You can still get them. You can still buy cassette players, and you can actually still buy a few cassettes in our bookstore. I think we still have a few cassettes, <laughs> oh some, some kind of. We might not, but but we used to have like a grab, bar- bargain bin type yeah, thing, grab bin you know, or something. And if it's not there, they're probably NRC. Byron probably has them for <laughs> sale over there. Same thing. <laughs> because, dollar a piece. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that's how much we were selling for a dollar a piece. <laughs> but anyway, so there you were helping out. So what prompted? Um, being a pastor, I mean, so how how did that all come about? Um, well, we started we started traveling. Yeah, we thought that's what we would do. Yeah. and do missions evangelist group. I mean, yeah, evangelist group. Yeah, I mean, that's right. what you exactly. Do. <laughs> Learn how to book meetings. So we started traveling in the Illinois area, some some outside of that Missouri, and I'm sure you travel whoever would have you, Nebraska. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. If they said come, we were there. Yeah. So yeah. Because we, cause if if you listen to my dad, my dad doesn't. If, if you don't have any meetings, the Lord doesn't have to lead you. You, right. just, you just show <laughs> exactly, up. Yeah. Exactly. You know, if if somebody asks you, in fact, um, one of, I will tell. This is kind of funny. Um, one of my first meetings, actually, right after camp meeting, um, my dad announced that you know I'm available, whatever. So I booked a meeting in a, well, not too far from you guys, but I didn't realize it was. But I. I thought it was Bloomington, Indiana, where I booked. Ended up, it was Bloomington, Illinois. Oh, Mike. Oh, so, no. and the reason I booked that meeting is because I was with my grandfather um, in Indianapolis. I'm like, oh, Bloomington's right there. I mean, I'll just, um, we finished there on Friday, and, you know, we, I was going to do a Sunday in, in Bloomington. I, maybe I might even had a, no we, no, we had a Saturday night. We did a Saturday night and Sunday. I'm like, oh, that, that'll work out. Fine. Um, in fact, we might have done a couple of days. Any, anyway, I didn't figure out till I'm in Indianapolis, and all of a sudden, you know, <laughs> it hit me. Um, uh, I, I think actually, uh, actually, I think I think I read the Word of Faith. I think it was in the Word of Faith. I'm like, <laughs> the address of the church, and I'm like, oh. Uh. Uh. So I don't know this pastor. I mean, you know, I had just met him, um, and so I call him on the phone, and I said, hey, I, I'm in um. Indianapolis, and so now I realize. So I'm, I need to figure out a way to, you know, rent a car, do something. And, and it, it turned out that he came and picked me up. Oh. Okay. And then he, um, so drove me to um, Bloomington, Illinois. Yeah, and, a little um, farther than yeah. Bloomington, and Indiana. well, then you know, then I had to you know rebook my my stuff, and so I had to fly to Chicago, flying home. So that was kind of interesting that. You know, so one of my first meetings was in Illinois. Remember when you did something like that with a time change? Oh, yeah. I oh, was yeah. preaching in Indiana, 
and there's yeah. a time change, an right hour there. time yeah. change, and yeah. so I thought I was early, and I'm on my way to the meeting, and Rhonda called me and said, "Where uh, are you?" Trent service starts like in 20 minutes, and I had 45 to drive or whatever. <laughs> so I called the church and said, "Just Keep sing singing. extra songs, whatever." And so, so I walked in, and they all started clapping, and I think somebody was up <laughs> telling jokes or something. It was. <laughs> All right, so back to you. Bit. You guys are traveling all, all over <laughs> Indiana, Illinois, Nebraska, Nebraska. Whoever, whoever has you. Right. And so yep. what prompted I me mean, did the, you know, the Lord just all of a sudden say, you know, go to Champaign? Or, you know, may, maybe you're, you know, walking by. <laughs> Had a know. vision. The Lord yeah. said, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <no>. It was <laughs> it was January the 1st, and you watch, you're watching the ball drop. Yeah. <laughs> right. Go to Champaign. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> no, we uh when we were traveling after a certain point we just started having having that knowing on the inside that we were gonna pastor. But at that time we didn't have a place to mm-hmm. pastor. Yeah. And so then we started sending out I went to the Rama board and online and was looking for that and it, and at that point there was not much there for me. And so we, talk about that, Tony. Yeah, that, that was the early days of it. And yeah. we have a minister opportunities on our uh, Rama alumni website. So Rama.org slash alumni and uh, ministries, churches from all over the world, all denominations, um, post um, job opportunities, whether it be children's pastor, senior pastor, secretary, worship leader, you name it. Yeah. Uh, and because uh, they're looking for immigrants, and but the only people that have access to view those opportunities are members of the alumni association, and so it's a it's a really neat resource. Uh, so, if a lot I, of, so if I'm out there and, and I'm a, you have an opportunity, what do I do to, to put that go up? on to? Uh, uh, actually, the easiest way to do it is uh, you know if you're not even a, an alumni, just go to rama.org/jobs. And then you will register there. The instructions are there on the site. You will register as an employee uh, and then post your opportunity, and it comes by. Or employer. I'm sorry. Empl- yeah, that, I said, said that employee. right. I'm sorry. Employer. Yeah, thank you. And, and register as an employer and post your opportunity, and then it comes by my desk, and I, I uh, make it go live, and then our uh, alumni can see it. Yeah. Or if you can't figure out all of that, a team McKinnon at Raymond.org. Yeah, team McKinnon yeah, at Raymond.org. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. But yeah, we we started putting out resumes and things like that, and then the opportunity for Champagne came up with a church that had closed, and there was about twelve people there, and they wanted a word church, and so we went, and they asked us if we would pastor the church and. I, at first, we said, no, let's just watch it for three months and see, because most of the people would drive a little bit over an hour. And so my thought process was, well, they're passing a lot of great churches to, to come, to, come to, to there. Why would they come where there's, you know, 12, 15 people when they, there's already established churches? Mm-hmm. And, but after three months, we, we just knew. And the people stuck, and it continued to grow. So can I add something the there? Yeah. there? Um before we actually went to Champaign, we had the opportunity there was a larger church in Kentucky that um 
was going to do a church plant out of their church, like an hour, hour and a half away from where their church was. And somehow we got connected with that church, those pastors. So we went and uh, spent the weekend there, and they showed us all around and everything and offered us that position. And they were going to, um, we would be the lead pastors. They were going to provide a brand new building that was fully furnished. They were going to give us a children's pastor, youth pastor, wow. a secretary, and salary with benefits. Church in a box. Yes. Wow. And so on. And you guys said no. Yes. <laughs> on paper, it looked phenomenal. You know, we had, I think. I know we had Addie. We may have had Anna. She would have been a baby. Addie was a toddler. And everything on paper was like a pastor's dream because who wouldn't want to start that way, you know? And so we left and we came home, but the more we would pray about it and think about it, something didn't seem right. And so we started talking about it and I'm like, I don't, I don't think it's right, but he didn't, he really didn't want to hear it. I'm like, I think it's, I think it's great. (laughs) Full-time salary. I was like, Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. And it took me three weeks to tell the pastor that we weren't, but for whatever reason, the Lord didn't want us there. And so even though my point of telling the story is even though it looked great on paper, it's important to be led by the spirit of God because you know, who knows what, what would have happened if we would have gone there. But then, you know, we told them no. And then this opportunity came up in Champaign, which was 12 people and not their own building. They had to share a building with somebody else. He had to work full time outside of the church and cost of living in Champaign was way higher than where we were in Paris. So it was like the total opposite <laughs> of what Kentucky was, but yet it seemed right. Yeah. And so, you know, looking back now, we understand why. But at the time, it didn't make sense with the natural mind. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're looking at it, you know, in the natural, of course, Kentucky would have been the better choice. But for whatever reason, the Lord wanted us to, wanted us to go this way. And now being where we're at 15 years into it, we are so thankful Yeah, amen. Yeah. that we're where we're at because the Lord knew, you know, who would be there, who we needed to minister to. And he has been so faithful to provide, even though in the beginning it didn't, you know, we wondered how's this going to work out, but God always brought the extra finances in and he always provided. And it goes back to <laughs> what we learned at Rama, how to be led by the spirit of God. And again, we're just so thankful for the roots that we have here and the knowledge and the wisdom that we gained because that has helped us so many times in making decisions in ministry. Yes. Yes. And that's so good because so many people seem, you know, they seem to get led by money yeah. or, or the allure opportunities, opportunities yeah. you know, yeah. or, you know, it happens to be, you know, a great place on the beach, you know, you know, or, or whatever, you know, and, but it's not about that. It's 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 about the spirit of God leading us. I, I know my grandfather told a story where the the Lord led them to pastor a church, and that church had a, had a worse parsonage in the church that they mm-hmm. were in now. Had, had yeah. a, I mean, everything was wrong about the church, right. but on the inside, it felt right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You know, and 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 he goes, "Well, I know it had to be God because." because there's no in the natural. There's yeah. no way we would have made that jump because right. they had it so much better where they were. But they just, you know, my my grandmother and grandfather both, you know, felt that that they should take that opportunity that 
didn't seem like much of an opportunity. It seemed like right. a, it seemed like a back yeah. step. Yeah. You know, but but you know, we need to learn to follow after leading of our spirit. Yeah. Obviously, you know, come the book comes to mind. Um, you know, Brother Hagen's book. Yeah. And um, you know, it's so important. So, so twelve people in champagne. Yeah. And um, no salary, no nothing. Yeah. But praise God, God's always faithful. Yeah. 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 It's been cool to to just see the progress and, um, you know, I'm just, I'm thankful because if we wouldn't have said yes to that, you know, we, we have a single moms ministry in our church. And, um, last month, a couple single moms gave their heart to the Lord. You know, maybe if we wouldn't have answered that and we would have gone to Kentucky, maybe those two moms wouldn't have given their hearts to the Lord, you know, so just being led by the spirit and, um, not being moved by what you see, you know, well, it looks better here. So we're going to do it because of what it looks like. No, you know, we can't do that. And brother Hagen taught us that your parents have taught us that you've taught us that all the instructors. And we're so thankful for that. Yeah. You know, I was actually talking to a young lady who their her parents were Raymond graduates and she grew up in the church here. And um, we were talking about, she's talking about, out of body experiences and blah blah blah, you know. So we're talking about Brother Hagen's experience. You know, I went to hell. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and think about this. Um, you know, obviously, if he would have died, um, I wouldn't have been here because that's genetics. You know, <laughs> but but then then we started, you know, thinking about. And I said, well, if he would have died, you probably wouldn't. You know, I'm not saying you wouldn't be alive, but you probably wouldn't be here. Her his her father was in prison got saved in prison, so he might never got out of prison. I mean, you know, right. you just don't realize, yeah. you know, the all of the things that... Ripple yeah. effect. Ripple effect yeah. because yeah. of following the leading of the Lord. I mean, you know, just you you, you just don't realize all, all those things. And, like, you know, the... I mean, I can't remember last time that I, I saw the stats. I, I know we were over 80 million books in print, you know, wow. plus all the CDs, DVDs, MP3s, and all these kind of things, and just... I know, you know, just the the impact of of our ministry around the world and, yeah. and the millions of people who've been touched, you know, and you know, he could have passed away at, at sixteen. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, on his deathbed, yeah. you know, and went to hell. You know, I mean that's just you know, amazing thing. And so sometimes we you, you think about, well, what if I would have took the opportunity or blah, blah, yeah. blah. But but yeah. you know what? You know, the thing is well, we have to learn to 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 listen to the inside. Yeah. Yeah. Um because I don't know what would have happened, but you know what? You know, sometimes also we need to do what the Bible says, forgetting those things are what you're behind. Right. Right. I yeah. press forward because a lot of times, yeah. you know, maybe whenever you were faced with some financial obstacles, or my dad calls them obstacles, right. um, you know, <laughs> you're thinking, man, I sure wish I would have took that other job. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, know, you know, I would have had a salary. I wouldn't have had to worry yeah. about this or had to worry about that and all these kind of so things. So you think, but his ways are always better. Yes. Yeah. 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 But, you know, God is faithful. And, you know, it's it's so good to, to you know, to hear people's stories and hear people like yeah. a lot of times people want to know, well, well, how'd you end up pastoring this church? I mean, yeah. you know, you know, because people ultimately, especially if you're a Rama graduate, just think, well, I came to Rama, went to the pastor's group. And after the day after graduation, I drove. Right, yeah. right, yeah. I, I I drove to wherever. And most started. of us, most of us are like Jesus. We got led into the wilderness. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and and so it's it's you know it's also not easy to start a church. Mm-hmm. You know, and at least you had twelve people. I mean, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. I mean, right. you know, there are some churches who like to have twelve people. Yeah. 
least show up. Yeah, one of them is probably a Judas. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> True. Actually, they're no. <laughs> anyway, if you're listening out there and you maybe feel that you are called to the ministry, or maybe you just want to learn more about the Word of God, um, if you'll go to rbtc.org, rbtc.org, and you can find out all about Rama Bible Training College, all about, you know, you know, what we do here at Rama. If you'll fill your information out, we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call and even set up a time where you might come visit the campus and, you know, check us out here at Rama. Well, Trent and Rhonda, it was good to have you on the program, and we're going to have you back um, next week, and we'll talk about some other things. But, you know, um, you know, it's just awesome to hear your what we call Rhema story. Yeah. You know, everybody has different Rhema right. stories. I mean, some people were, like I said, they grew up heathen, and they don't even know how they got here. In fact, there are some people, in fact, I, I talked to a, a, a kid. Now, he didn't grow up heathen. But um, whenever he came to Rhema, someone goes, is that John Hagee's school? He goes, well, I, I think so. He goes, <laughs> He goes, I, you know, he told me, he goes, I didn't even, you know, my, my grandmother and my, my parents, actually her, his parents were Rama graduates, um, but they, he, really, he, he really didn't know a whole lot about Rama. You know, they just encouraged him to come, and he showed up and been very much attached to the, the ministry. But anyway, here at Rama, we're bringing hope, hope help, and healing, and healing to, to the, the world. world. God bless you guys. You take care. Have a great day.